Recently, as I'm sure you've all heard, 90-year-old William Shatner, Hollywood's Captain Kirk on Star Trek, became the oldest human to travel into space. He was aboard a ship built especially for civilians, but obviously only for very wealthy ones. Following being blasted into space, Shatner proclaimed, this is the most profound experience I can imagine. Speaking of 90-year-olds and closer to home, we have women working at the this and that thrift shop who are well into their 90s. And one volunteer who celebrated recently her 100th birthday and she's still volunteering. For them, living a long life of service to others is the most profound experience they can imagine. You probably know that in the Old Testament period, people apparently lived much longer than we do today. Noah was 500 years old when he had three sons. He died at age 950. Abraham was 100 and Sarah 90 when baby Isaac came along. Moses was 120 when he died. God mightily used these and other senior citizens in the Old Testament to fulfill his purposes here on earth, including women like Deborah, 40 years a prophetess, judge, and leader of Israelites, as well as other notable women, such as Naomi, Hannah, Abigail, and Esther. The Bible is full of verses listing the blessings of old age. <clears throat> Scripture says there is honor involved in the aging process, since growing old is normally accompanied by increased wisdom and experience. Proverbs 16.31 says, Gray hair is a crown of splendor, it is attained by a righteous life. Our appointed psalm for today highlights the wisdom that comes with maturity. Our choir just sang, You are my Lord, my good above all others. Those who run after other gods shall have their troubles multiplied. I have set the Lord always before me. Because he is at my right hand, I shall not fall. He will show me the path of life. In his presence, there is fullness of joy forevermore. After visits with our seniors, I so often come away with a renewed respect and admiration for their closeness to God for their spirituality and increased focus on him 
as they graciously downsize their homes and possessions and social lives. Instead of focusing on their many losses at this stage in life, some treasure their additional daily alone time by using it to prayerfully prepare for what it will be like to spend eternity with God. Billy Graham wrote an entire book about finishing well, entitling it Nearing Home. It's a time to seal one's legacy to children and to grandchildren by letting them see the joy that comes to one who gradually lets go of the busyness of modern life while looking ahead to their permanent home. So often, when I go to visit our seniors to support and comfort them as they face their final preparations to meet the Lord, I come away inspired by their example. How very different this attitude is from many today who dread the prospect of getting older and having to let go. Today we rejoice to recognize, appreciate, and honor our seniors. Many of them founding members here who have played an immensely important role in helping St. George's grow to become a light in our city. It's amazing to realize how many of our ministries have been started by our seniors, like helping Holy Land Christians, seniors helping others, the writing group, Saturday morning coffee clutch, prayer partnerships of a senior and a youth, tutoring at-risk youth, establishing the Senior Ministries Committee, to name a few. Not to mention that seniors are among our most dedicated and most generous pledgers. I have so much admiration for our seniors whose goal in their golden years is to wear out instead of to rust out. Friends, as you leave church today, and also in the weeks to come, please be sure to express your thanks and gratitude to God and to our senior members, whether you know them or not. But I'm saddened when visiting to be told, I love my church, but I feel like I am no longer part of that family. Without a car, I can't even get to worship. My answer has always been, you still have an unseen but crucial role at St. George's, which I'll get to in a minute. We at St. George's don't intend to become like some faith communities 
where much of the emphasis and energy are placed primarily on the needs of younger members. Of course, they need our ministry too. Although it is too common for the needs of seniors to be unintentionally overlooked, I give thanks that here at St. George's, we have become very intentional about ministry to and about seniors. Now, some words of challenge and of encouragement to our beloved seniors. Some months ago, I read a compelling article entitled On Retirement. The author writes, try as I may, I haven't found anything in the Holy Scriptures about retirement. I couldn't find anything about resting on one's laurels or, stop, or being given permission at age 73 to stop being kind, stop caring about my neighbor, or retiring from God's plan. I have a lot more to do when it comes to my commitment to God and my fellow humans, he writes. My body may tell me to slow it down, but my heart and mind say to pick up the pace. Retirement is a worthwhile goal for worldly occupations, but when it comes to being the best Christian one can be, it is not an option. End quote. As I myself interpret it, if you are still breathing, consider it a clear message that God has more work for you to do and things to learn about Him and yourself. And the most important work of all is prayer. Talking with God is something everyone can do, even those who are bedridden or confined to home. Happily, prayer is one ministry we are never too old to do. We have more time than ever, in fact, to talk with God in retirement. We can pray for our families and also for all in our St. George's family for our discernment of a new rector. We can pray for the church universal and for the whole human race. Which, as we are reminded, is divided and enslaved by sin. We ought to pray for those who have no one to pray for them. Each morning, we can pray for our individual mission field. What do I mean by that? That's those whom God has planned for us to meet that day, either by phone, email, in person, or through a written note. As Lee Spruill so often reminded us, prayer is the most important ministry any of us can ever perform. 
It's the reason why our ministries here at St. George's are so fruitful. And happily for us, once again, prayer is something we can all do. Above all, make it your aim to learn what pleases the Lord. Now, if if you're in the uh, Ephesians class, uh, that should ring a bell, because that was verse 10 in chapter 5 of Ephesians, where we are this week. Learn what pleases the Lord. There it is, in a nutshell. That's our mission. Learn what pleases the Lord, and of course, what follows is do it. In a word, let your Bible be your guide and encouragement to growth. We would all do well to be seeking to become and working to become the kind of complete person God created us to be when he breathed life into us. So let's keep giving thanks Keep reconciling with others, knowing that we are leaving a legacy for good or for bad. And let's firmly be resolved to finish well. That's another truth to be ingrained in us. At the end of the day, at the end of our life, what is the only thing that will matter? Have we finished well in the eyes of God? Have we finished well as far as God is concerned? Respected authority on the spirituality of aging, Sister Joan Chittister writes, we will be remembered either for our smiles or our frowns, for our laughter and for our complaints, for our acts of kindness and for our acts of selfishness. Seniors, she writes, have a responsibility to enrich the lives of those around us. Our spiritual obligation is to age well, so that others who meet us may have the courage and the spiritual depth to do the same. End quote. And my friends, please remember, remember, remember that age is no barrier to usefulness in the eyes of God. That bears repeating. Age is no barrier to wit our Old Testament heroes and heroines who were ancient by today's standards. Age is no barrier to usefulness in the eyes of God. As Sewell Brandau likes to put it, a new morning is God's way of saying one more time, go make a difference Touch a heart, encourage a mind, inspire a soul, and enjoy the day. Please keep in mind, dear seniors, that we love and appreciate you 
and we give thanks for all your accomplishments in furthering God's kingdom here at St. George's and far beyond. That could never have happened without God or without you. Finally, seniors, let us know how we can help you when going through a difficult time. Yes, it takes a village to raise a child and also to watch over and care for and love on seniors. Let St. George's be that village, that family for you. Call the office and explain your need and we'll do our best to be there for you whom God loves deeply, gray hair and all. Thanks be to God.